welcome to Has Discusses. We are joined by Jake OHM, funk producer, member of Pike Gang, and uh, he's making waves in the underground scene. I was introduced to him through Vibe Malls. Shout out to Vibe Malls. And um, you see him here with the beautiful ski mask. Where did you get that ski mask? On the internet. That's a good answer. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so you 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 sampled where wherever you are on the second track of the Unholy Trinity EP. This is also sampled by Madlib on the Broken song off of the Freddie Gibbs album Piñata. Are you a fan of Freddie Gibbs? Oh hell yeah, bro. I'm a big fan of Freddie. I remember when Piñata dropped. I was uh, bumping that shit daily. Oh, you were like yeah. listening to that fan. at yeah. that time? Yeah, I seen Freddie I seen Freddie in concert when he came to Detroit. You're based in Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I've heard from Vibe is that you're mixing the Detroit and Memphis sort of funk style and that you're sort of creating your own hybrid sound. What do you try and do with your sound to make it unique? Um, so, like, man, I use a lot of different drums people don't use, obviously. Um, I like to use a lot of lasers sometimes. Yeah. Um, some of the bases I use, I want to say, are just like more acid bases. Definitely very reminiscent of Detroit. You know, definitely you off of Funk Philosophy Four, that first first track. You know, that bass that comes in, and that's just straight Detroit right there. Yeah. But I mean, definitely bass, fast pace. You know, it it all kind of blends in too. Like it kind of blends into that drifting type of stuff. But then I just try to throw my own spin on it. You know, you can't be you can't be different if you're doing what everybody else is doing, right? True. Correct. Um, that's the appeal, though. Like, that's why one can sit down and listen to one of your beat tapes without having to hear anybody rap on it. That's why, like, that's how you know someone's a good producer. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure, man. I mean, Jay Dilla, he's from Detroit, man. That's somebody I've been listening to for a long time. Yes. Adlib, of course. I mean, there's, I mean, there's too many of the name right now, you know. Definitely... What I started listening to, like beat tape wise, was um, some of Special Herbs, uh, MF Doom. Five and Six um, is my favorite. Um, that and then what else? Mushroom Jazz. I don't know if you got. Do you know what Mushroom Jazz is? No, I do not. Okay, so I want to say like way back. I remember like I would skateboard and I would have like Pandora on, like back in like twenty. 2009 yeah 2000, sometime around then i want to say and um i remember just skateboarding listening to pandora and this mushroom jazz came on and it's like it's like a mix i want to say like more of like a housey mix no it doesn't uh, work never mind um i want to say it's like a more like a housey like jazz feel just who made this most, though most of it is the instrumentals and stuff so i remember hearing that and just being like you know vibing out with that so it's a genre. What, Mushroom Jazz? Yeah. No, that's what it's called. It's just kind of like a compilation album type of thing. Oh, by who? Um, I, I can't remember if there's any. No, it's just like a whole bunch of artists and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I'll have... It's just kind of like, now no, that's what I call it. But like, here's the thing. Since you recommended me that, I'm going to check it out. I don't take recommendations seriously, but it's fucking Jake Ohm. So I'm going to check it out. 
Because when oh, somebody yeah. recommends me stuff, I gotta, I'll forget yeah, I gotta it. Get the, I got to get the name controversy out of the way, bro. Is it, you call me you call me Jake Owen, but I prefer Jake OHM. OHM. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's your... I'm trying to get it going as... Yeah, it my bad. at first, but I, I turned it up to OHM. Ooh. I don't know. It's, just, it's the same as the producer tag. You know, I want to try... I keep it... Gotta keep it catching. Gotta keep it... Yeah. Well, what is that a reference to? The spiritual and sacred sound, or does it stand for something? Um, um, like at first it was just like, all right, I wanna like when I was, I changed my name a couple times. Like I started, I was Laser Jake, like five years ago. Yeah. And I was Crow, and then I wanted to go and I wanted to rebrand as something different, right? So I, it's like Jake. Ohm, ohm as in like yeah definitely that spiritual thing I spelled it wrong and it came out to be like the electrical resistance right so it still kind of works like resistance through music type of thing yeah uh, yeah well the music certainly like you did the 90, those 99Z collaborations really yeah, they hit they Z, hit the man. core they hit the core and I'm always on his live or some shit and like, why why work with ninety nine Z so much? If I could marry ninety nine Z, I would marry ninety nine Z. I love ninety nine Z. That's funny all shit. My heart he is my man's. He is my man's. Him and I Facetime all the time. You know, I'm like, oh ninety nine Z. He just fucked up the beat. Oh hell yeah, man. Uh, Zed and I got introduced like maybe seven months ago through a mutual friend and. Um, I remember him sending a track to, the, to a group chat, uh, and it was that. And I was like, man, I fucking like Voodoo. Voodoo is so good. So, um, you know, I hit him up. He had, like, maybe, like, 20 followers or something, you know. And I hit him up, and I was like, yo, bro, we need to collab. So we just talked back and forth for a little while before I even sent him freaking the Dueling Bases beat, you know. Yeah. Or the Detroit to Memphis beat with uh, Mizu on it. But, like, we, we, I mean, we had a little, like, a friendly kind of rivalry type of thing at first. Like, we'd make fun of each other for our, the way we did our 808s and, like, things like that. Back when I was kind of making trap metal and he was making more trap metal. He still does a lot of that, but, yeah. you know, he keeps it fresh. Um, but, yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely my man. I love him so much. He, like, I was supposed to go out and go down to Virginia to go see him and the crew, the One Eight Seven Collective, and mm. yeah, I mean, they. Why collab with him? Because dude is talented. His whole crew is talented. Yeah. You got so you got saliva. He's also talented. It's great. I was asking that, not questioning you doing it. I was just saying, like, you know, oh, yeah, what's that business relationship off. like? What's so good about it? Oh, and, okay. Well, I mean, like him and I, like I said before, him and I FaceTime all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, you need something? He'll hit me up if I need something. Um, so it's know, a fluid process. Oh, of course, man. I'm on his. You know, we're on each other's Snapchats. So everything personal. Uh, you know, it's just it's fun to stay in contact with him too. He's just cool. He's cool. I'll just send him beats. He just wraps over every beat I send. This is how yeah. it is. So Cash and Koichi, they did that one song over your beat. Where did the Pike Gang, you know? connection start off with uh it was just a i was part of a group snapchat and cash was in there and back like in 20 
2017 maybe oh shit this is a while this is like before your releases on you probably you were doing stuff at a different name were you doing yeah i was just just dropping random stuff it's just crap you know is it up there now no it's gone it's been gone (sighs) that makes me angry bro i'm fucking beyond bro it's in the vault vault, though (laughs) i still have everything i made but then it's trash it is straight trash yeah, but, you know that's what it, that's what happens. I didn't put in my ten thousand hours, right? I mean, I had to put in. Man, I made beats every day. Like I, um, I want to say like two and a half years ago, I was just like, man, I want to get better at making music. Because uh, I was, I've always been good at it, you know. Like I started making music when I was like six years old. My mom was a piano teacher. Like I. You know, yeah. I grew up with all of that. And I remember, you know, kids were always in the house, right? Playing piano, all of that. And then I picked up the guitar and I picked up the bass and then I did this and that, you know? And then it got to the point where I was like, when I was 18 and I was a senior in high school, I took like a digital media class, uh-huh. and had, like Logic and MIDI, like a MIDI keyboard with um, Logic and stuff. And that's where I kind of got into it. And then I started watching videos and I pulled up FL Studio and, I, you know, did what every little producer does and download a crack version of FL and just <laughs> messing around from there, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a. Uh, those are the early days, but like, when did oh, you yeah. sort of figure out your your niche, your style, your sound? When did that occur? Where you know, where you you were, were you always? How long were you in that sort of aimless state where you were like? Going this style, going this style, but you never knew. How long was that state? Oh, yeah, that fluid, like, that. I don't know what my, yeah, I don't have a definition for my sound. Yeah. It's a long time, bro. I would make whatever, honestly. I can still make whatever, you know? It's just something to be a well-rounded musician. You got to figure it out, right? So I first started making just random, weird, atmospheric type of beats with, like, um with like quotes movie quotes inside of it and like you know things just like kind of incorporated into it you know it you, it was you couldn't rap over it right it was just again it was just garbage right <laughs> yeah but um for, from there you know i started just reaching out trying to work with other rappers and you know i got slept on all the time but my music was garbage bro you know yeah you gotta grow you gotta grow and you gotta put in that time and work into your craft right i mean i could be naturally good at something but i need to hone it because like the way i listen to your beats it's like so meticulously you know organized and um like you like you replaced patterns of like claps like you were you have the same sort of drum pattern with the claps and then you make it like the snare pattern and you sort of alternate that shit and then you got the lasers going in and shit and like the the 808s they sound like someone with a deep voice in a choir singing something like the oh and it's like what the fuck like where is he pulling these sounds from like do you make a lot of your sounds or do you have some secret pack you find there's um definitely some secrets there's definitely some you know work that goes behind into my presets that i have made you know most of that stuff has been built off of like whatever general preset off of FL, you know, and then I, I tweak it and then I make my own thing, you know. It's definitely if you want to be good at making sense, whether it's bass, whether it's whatever, you know, get to learn how to use the use the VST, you know. You're not gonna 
because I can I can make a lot of different sounds and stuff and and whatever native plugins, right? Because I know how to use the DST. Yeah. So I can get what what sound I want, right? But um, I mean, it's just like kind of like blown out spins, eight oh eights. People are always asking me, drop a pack, Jake. Drop a pack, Jake. I'm never gonna drop a pack, bro. Like, I the way I got here was not the easy route. You know, I had to. It took me five years to collect. I posted it earlier today on, on my Snapchat, but I have 370 gigabytes worth of sounds. Um, it was, came out to be 300,000 300, files. And it's just like over five years, I've collected so many different sounds that I, I found the ones that I like the most, right? And then the ones that I don't hear the most, right? But like going back to what you're saying about my patterns and stuff, yeah, I just gotta keep it fresh, man. I mean, how. I mean, it's easy to get lost into those like lo-fi beats to study with, you know, that type of thing. But like, I gotta keep keep my audience interested. I gotta keep the listener interested. I gotta keep myself interested, you know. I you can't make the beat sound the fucking the whole same pattern the whole time. Like, you never want to do that. That's like your f- biggest fear, probably. Well, not my biggest fear. It's just boring. Like, yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to get like you know the chill, the chiller stuff. But you know, even chill funk and stuff. It can get a little repetitive, but they throw like sound effects and stuff in there to kind of chop it up, keep it keep it fresh, or throw a, throw a phaser here and there, throw a low pass, high pass. Yeah. You know, but like I can't just be making straight patterns, man. It's just boring, man. That's what I used to do, but you know, you learn from it. Yeah, yeah, and um, you you're, you're a skilled graphic designer. The lettering as well is probably the best aspect of that. Like, how did you learn that? Did you go to school for it, or did you just like just learn it on your own? I've taken some Photoshop classes and then definitely, like, look at, like, text. Um, there's definitely a lot of presets out there that people can look for and then just tweak on their own or you can learn how to make your own, um, you know, uh, what do they call uh, text styles. So, it's not hard. It's really not that hard. You just need to learn little things and then you can blend it all together and make your own presets. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you collaborate on these graphic design collaborations with... Um, Vibemalls a lot, and um, I mean, shout out to Vibemalls. He really puts on a lot of these these little smaller artists, and uh, he's oh, starting to do those schema connections. And I really, I really appreciate that because I'm a huge fan of a lot of schema posse members. Are you a fan of schema posse members? Yeah, yeah. Teddy Slug's my boy, man. I love him. Yeah. Um, Teddy Slug's my man. Cause he told I mean, me a little bit of these like FL Studio tricks, cause I produce under a different name, and he um. He he's he told me some tricks. Like he was talking to me about like the turntable list and gross oh, yeah, beat yeah. and stuff. Like he would just tell me some small little tricks and it really helped. Like this one beat moving forward. Teddy Slugs, he's a he's a good guy. Like off camera, you know, talking mm-hmm. and shit. Like and yeah, we did the interview with Sempra. Sempra's cool yeah. too. Yeah, Sempra's a cool dude, man. I I sent beats to Sempra before he was Sempra, man. Oh uh, yeah. So I sent him my garbage ass beats before uh before he was sent for me. Yeah. That's like when I first started coming up and just was getting used to producing the way I, like I was still kind of fluid with my, my sound and having any definition, you know, this was back in like early 2020. Yeah. I'm say like well, maybe March. Last year was a huge growth for you, oh, yeah, uh, it seems. Months. Would you agree? Well, I, yeah, I would say the last seven months. Last seven months, yeah. Since Detroit to Memphis came out. Yeah, for sure. Um... Funk Philosophy Four though is my favorite though I'll say that. Yeah. That was that was my that's my favorite from you. Like that's the, 
top to bottom. You know, you like a favorite you, one. Yeah, it's my favorite one. I mean, like, what's the, what's your favorite track off of? Two thousand one day. Oh, Daytona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I got a pot crisis. Is gonna be rapping on that one with uh, Young Hearse and well, not Young Hearse, but Hearse and uh, Satchel. You're a big fan of Apoc Crisis, right? Oh, I'm a big fan of Apoc. So, um, you are you a fan of the whole Doom Shop? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, what other Doom Shop artists are you a fan of? And I really like young demise a lot like i've been bumping him a lot i love him all don't get me wrong i enjoy every there's so many uh unique aspects of each artist that is under you know doom shop yeah six set right and um there's always there's always one quality that i really like latch on to you know like demise is so great like it's extremely like nostalgic in a sense but he's just so raw i've been listening to a lot of you know young demise lately and then um, obviously, like one of my favorite tracks he produced is like his biggest one is like Nuclear Winter, and uh, Pac um, actually, you know, he uh, he uh, produced that one, and then I know Koza produced I think Retaliation. I like I love her. Dude, that's Sticking to the Code by Koza. I don't know what was better on the Sticking to the Code EP, the Rags to Riches, or the uh, Sticking to you know the Solze EP that just dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know what's better, the uh, rags to riches or sticking to the code. But um, I really like at the end of sticking to the code. What'd you yeah. say? Which one was the one with Killer C on it? Sticking to the code. Sticking to the code. Yeah, it was my favorite one. Yeah, I love yeah, it. He, the he, he tore it apart, man. I love Killer C, man. He's dope. Yeah, he was like, yeah. open up my. I was like, dude. Yeah, Killer C's, Killer C's awesome. But at the end of the sticking to the code. Where he he does that thing where he's like franchise players stick into the code with the turntable. That was like my favorite part. When at the end he was like franchise players stick into the code. I just Solze. That's one of my proudest interviews. Yeah, right he's there. he's he's great, man. Solze is awesome, man. It's just like it's it's so nostalgic, but so fresh at the same time. And it's yeah, that's what I like about the all of them, man. Yeah, under the underground, that that type of thing, right? Yeah, modernized version of the '90s sound and stuff. And '90s yeah. Memphis sound. That's like it's so cool. It's like I'm getting into this. And, uh, yeah, and uh, you've also gotten the attention of Memphis Six 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 and North North Funk. How did that happen? Yeah. Did they just post it automatically, or did you have so, to contact them? Um, my brother Zanny Claus. He's the one who actually kind of gave me a platform that way. Um, I was introduced introduced to Zanny by uh, DJ Cheerish Seven Three Four. Him and I met um, in person. He kind of helped me out and like told me to, uh, you know, keep producing and and was like encouraging to me. So he put me on to Zanny. Zanny and I started chopping it up. I sent Zanny a couple beats here and there. He just and um, he hopped on Learning to Grieve. That that one track him and I posted that was like it was it's like it's one of those heart heartstring pulling tracks, you know. And that that's what kind of put me onto. Uh, Memphis. I just I was always asking him, hey man, can you, can you send Memphis my music? Can you send Memphis my music? Because I was always sending Memphis my music on on my own. I was never getting anything back. But um, since me and Zanny been dropping bangers, bro, it's it's, it's different now. Yeah, like everything you put out, always North on. North North heard my music before I actually hit him up. 
So, like, I told him, I said, I hit him up a while ago. I was like, hey. North North is dope, too. You mind? He and I dropped one of my projects up and we were hosting it. He's like, you know what, bro? I heard your music before. Uh, you know, I heard that Detroit to Memphis track. Like, just send me the whole album. I posted it, you know? So, yeah, I mean, he's a cool dude, man. I really appreciate him. Yeah. I feel like that's always, like, a, that's, like, always a big goal for anybody in this scene is to get on that. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just cool. like, I, mean, I, I, I put cash on. I mean, I put Memphis on the cash too. So I was that's happy. good. That's good because Cash, he's um, he's always putting out something good. And um, mm-hmm. shouts out, shouts out Memphis. Uh, they just uh, you know, they they just uh hosted the new tape I did with Baker. Um, uh, that's yeah, cool. so up right now. And then I don't know if they've. Posted Hearst's music video. If Hearst just has it on his own channel, but definitely check out uh, "Graveyard Pimpin'" by Young Hearst. Yeah. So He's, Baker, uh, you maker, you just did a collaboration with him. How did that go down? Because he's pretty big, you know. Oh, he's cool as hell, man. He's just super down to earth with me, and I mean, I just chopped it up and got straight to work. You know, he's got a great worth at work ethic, man. Yeah. This is how it kind of happened. You know, I had a whole bunch of songs that I was listening to a whole bunch of Baker and then, like, um, and Dadless Trio. Um, yeah. Like that old stuff. And uh, I kind of was just like, all right, well, I'm going to start making some darker stuff. I'm going to make some, like, horror movie type stuff. And uh, so that's where uh, that kind of came up. That's how I started making Tales of the Funk and then. You know, some, some, some of the, the darker that, stuff yeah. I hear that in the album that had the uh, there is like an evil dead art on the cover yeah, it's Tales of the yeah that that was the first project I heard from you and uh that was that, that was a good one that was that was that was probably that was really good but then I think I started like listening to everything you put out like I mean I mean everything after Funk Philosophy, Volume Four came out. That was in, in the cover, dude. Like you made the cover for that, right? Yeah, I did. Bro, it's like Blade Runner, but like, you know, like boys from the hood. Like, you know, oh, yeah, it's like it's it's so dope. I mean, how how are people not gonna look at your? You know, you gotta you gotta make your cover as eye popping as possible. You know. Yeah. I see something as crazy as that is, you want to click on it, right? But you delivered. You delivered, and that's oh, of course. the most uh, important part. But, like, before you started spending your time, you know, you're like, I'm going to go full in. I'm going to go full in, right, with this music thing. Like, what would you do, like, as a hobby before you did music? Oh, I really... So, like, I... Even have any? I feel like I don't have any hobbies, man. You know, I like to go outside. I like to like, go camping. I like to do things like that. You know, I, I like hanging out with friends, playing video games, like all the normal people things, man. But like, when it comes down to it, all I do is make music. It feels like, you know, yeah. Even working school isn't getting in the way, man. I'm making music. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have a question about Funk Step. Okay. Now this this track was crazy, but I'm really interested. What was the sample with the dance directions? Like, what did that what did that come from? 
on Funk oh. Step. Oh, you're talking about the vocal sample? Yeah, the vocal sample. Oh, I don't know, man. I have so many vocal samples. It's insane. Let me play I have to pull it. Up the, pull up the project, bro. Hold on. One to the three to the, you know, just that type of shit. But no, no, I just that was that was a good one though. But um, I feel like out of the any of the songs on Funk Philosophy Four, that had the best. 808s, because the way they synced up with the, um, the, uh, you know, syllables, yeah, the, what, the, the vocals and pattern? syllables and all that shit, so well done. What are you pulling up? Uh, I was pulling up the, I was gonna pull up the original track just to try and figure out what the, yeah, the vocals was, but it's over with now. Sorry, move on. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, let's. How, so you're part of the Stay Cloudy music group right yeah i'm part of i'm part of play game part of stay cloudy and we're part of funeral home familia so who who else is in stay cloudy stay cloudy is like mike boy music uh paul barra um he's also local detroit artist um and a few other producers like and then like bad dreams is also on there he's homies with that um yeah i mean there's just a couple producers in there. there's a couple of you know rappers and artists and stuff like that you you as active like which out of all the collectives in which are you the most active in uh definitely general home familiar right now who who else yeah. is in that uh you got hearst you got satchel um you got freaking aaron goth you got dr am and the pm you got uh, yeah, Deathwish changed his name, but um, and we got Dirtbound. Can't forget about Dirtbound, my homie. Nice. And they're all super talented people, man. That's cool to see. That's cool to see. Um, let me think what else we could go into before we wrap this up. Um. I feel like we covered everything. Do you do you have anything else you'd want to announce before we wrap uh, this up? No, I mean I don't have anything announced other than that Baker AP. Always got things coming with 99Z. Always got things. Oh, I got project coming with Teddy. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but oh yes, I, that I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. That's so, what we gotta talk about though, real quick. The uh, the Teddy project. project is it like just sort of like something talked about or is it not something acted upon i, I, I busted about se uh seven beats out for him real like in a week i just like was in this mood where i was just like i'm gonna make this type of music right now and uh, it's so easy once i get into a flow state that i can just pump stuff out so i pumped out about five beats and just sent them over to him he's like oh i'm gonna do a tape every five tape every five beats you send me we're gonna do a tape so you know, that's how I did. I, I got hooked up with him through Zed also. Yeah. So. yeah. And um what was I what was I gonna say about him? He's doing a lot of moves right now with Lil Jeff Gordon. So and he's trying to work more with like the Washington artist and mm -hmm. I wanna I don't know, I wanna I wanna collaborate with Teddy Slugs. That's like my dream because I also do music but I'm not as serious as, as with the you know interview stuff because interviews are so much fun like this is fucking you know this is great i'm i'm looking at jake ohm right now in a fucking ski mask you know it's great but that uh, teddy slug was really good teddy slugs um 
yeah, I feel like that's all we could cover. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining oh, the yeah, show, bro. Sure. Really you, appreciate man. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me do, let me do some plugs real quick. Yeah. Uh, at at Jake.ohm on Instagram and Jake.ohm on every streaming platform. Yeah. And then shouts out Piking, shouts out 99Z, shouts out Saliva, shouts out Hearst and his new video. Check out Hearst's video if you haven't. I'll link you. I'll send you the link to that. Um, check yeah. out the Baker EP. Uh, you know, check out Stay Cloudy. Check out Paul Barrett. Well, we got a big project coming too. Me and Paul Barrett's got a big project. Um, I got so many things in the works. Definitely, we'll be dropping stuff, a lot of stuff, hopefully by the end of the year. So, seems like you're having fun with it, you know? Oh, uh, of course, man. Everything I make is being used. Yeah, man, and it's being consumed as well and appreciated. And thank you again. Yeah. That was another great episode. Links below to his social media his spotify and his soundcloud and like and subscribe and we'll see you guys in the next video